Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right, testing one, two, there you go. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us right now on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and also Periscope Live, which is on Twitter. Right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99closing.com, and Maggie Rad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. We're also on the HomeImprovementUSA.com. You can find all the links to them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and our Mighty House YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. That number again, 877 877- 711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Oh, I'm sorry, say that again? Dot com. There, uh, yeah, there you go. All right. And if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, we are giving away an ET310 Digital Circuit Breaker Finder with a GFCI outlet tester. So uh, give Trixie a call at 877 877- 711-5611 and tell her to put your name on the list because here's what happens. It's real technical. She writes it on a piece of paper and then where does it go? Do you know, Igor? She files it? It goes. No. Oh, no, no. I know. Okay, Aaron? It goes into a Mr. Floor bag. Tote bag? Like I said, she files it. <laughs> <laughs> Trixie, what happens to the bag during the week? It is It is stored in Under our lock locker. Under lock and key. Yes. Highly guarded. Yes, it goes into our into We can't our hear you, Trixie. You have to come here and tell us. She won't come in here. You know that. So it it goes under it, it goes into the into our locker. It's locked up all oh. week long. Trixie, I can't see you. It's highly technical. Hmm. Highly technical. So I what are you guys that. doing here this week? What are we doing where? Here. Here at at, at the station? Yeah. What do you want to discuss? Oh. Um, we, we've got, I never all... have a topic. So I just say the guys are coming in and they could talk about flooring, care of flooring, cleaning, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it, it's, I didn't never... know if you had new products you no. wanted to talk See, about, here's, you know, normally Aaron and I, we, we, we have like four or five meetings before they're coming in right. and we discuss all the things that we're going to talk about and we lay everything out. We didn't do any of that. Such this a... time. <laughs> yeah. They didn't bring in any really heavy boards. <laughs> no, nothing. No. no. Nothing. We it, came light. It came, yeah. I got my cup of coffee right next to me, though. Awesome. And sauce. I've got a nice bottle of water. <laughs> See, there you go. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by saying, you guys busy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still going strong. Still right? going Absolutely. strong. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I think if if you think you're gonna call and get some work done within a week or two, uh, we'll do our best to squeeze you in. But it's probably not gonna happen. I yeah. I would say. I would be looking at this right now. You want to have your floors done before Thanksgiving. You're having a you're having a big family gathering before the holidays. Yep. Get you guys in there now. Get these floors done now so that you're ready. If you're waiting to the last minute, you're not going to get people. Yeah. It's, not it's not, not only you're not going to. It just it 
you're going to have to start scheduling things now. Not only that, but I mean, typically, you know, when, when you're doing a floor, one of the things to think about is furniture manipulation, right? Where's all your stuff going? Where are you guys going? Driveway. Um, <laughs> you know what, Rich? It, it, you know, Get a storage box that's put it. everything outside. That's exactly it. Everything well, how, goes into a pod. How long does it take? Like, where am I going to go? I assume I'm going to live in the rest of my house. Are you saying no. I have to leave? Well, if you're refinishing a floor, right, if you're sanding a floor... You, you know, that that's multiple days, multiple coats, drying time in between coats. I mean, there's lots of things going on. So it's a situation that could be three, four, five days a week. So we're evicting people regularly out of their homes. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, to Ron's point, if you want to do something around Thanksgiving, everybody wants to do something, you know, right before Thanksgiving. So plan ahead, call ahead, because we need time to come out. We need, to, you know, time to evaluate, assess, get things lined up, get the furniture movers in place if that needs to happen. Uh, a week's worth of work where you can't be in the home, so you need to make arrangements for that. So there's lots of planning. It's the people that call us on a Friday. They want to start on Monday, and we start outlining what it's going to take to get their job done. And they're they're you know they're they're like flabbergasted. What, what, right. what do you mean I need to be out of my house for a week? Well, and and you're also talking about mostly like a whole house of hardwood. Like if you just needed one room done, obviously that's a right. animal. But right. Well, I mean we're we're doing one right now where it's the dining room, living room. Front entry, kitchen, they can't get upstairs to their bedrooms. Right, right. right. I, I explain to people, um, I always ask them, can you float? If you can't float, you can't be here. Levitate. Yeah. Right. So yeah. levitate? Yeah. <laughs> How does that go over? Uh, usually with a giggle or a dirty look. One right. of the two. Right. But, <laughs> so, you know, there's, I, I guess, there's that stuff that's going on right now. I just thought I'd get it out there, plan yeah. ahead, get your floors done. If you're going to have them sanded, you, you but and it's not just wood floors. You guys do tile and right all kinds mm-hmm. of different all stuff. All floor covering, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, it, get anything if, if you want to have it done. Now's the time to do it and and get on the list now because you need to plan ahead. Yeah, and and one of the things that Aaron and I were were actually talking about as we we're walking into the station this morning uh, is you know in some cases if the floors are in relatively good shape, Ron, mm-hmm. and you know you're going to have company for the holidays, you're going to have people coming over. Floors are okay, but maybe they're a little hazy. Maybe they're a little dirty. Maybe they're a little bit lifeless looking. It, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to sand the floor. You and, just get the Mr. Floor Cleaning products. Well, that's kind of where I was oh. going. And, <laughs> and in, in many cases, you know, uh, the, the products are great. They work well, but they work well over time. Yep. And if you don't have that kind of time and you have company, you know, coming over and you want to kind of accelerate. Eh, 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 eh. We, Do the truck back up. Beep, beep, beep. What do you mean they work well over time? Well, because they're they're gentle cleaners, right? So they're not overly aggressive. They're not designed to sort of work, uh, you know, aggressively. the very first time aggressively, right? That's not what they're sort of designed to do. It's, a, it's floors, a massage on your floor. It's it's the yeah. right music. You got to entertain absolutely, your floors. Absolutely, absolutely. Be patient you with Speak them. softly to them, yes. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. You, you, you got to realize something. <laughs> if, if people have been cleaning their floors improperly... And there's there's a haze or there's a buildup. The cleaner is designed to remove that, but it's going to remove it over time. It's not going to be a one and done cleaning hmm. because when you do a one and done cleaning, that's a very aggressive cleaning. You could damage the finish. You mean like, take, like taking Ajax to the floor, right? You don't. Yeah, you don't want right. to do it's that. It's the magic eraser. Yeah. That, oh, that you definitely don't want to do. Those are fun. We've, <laughs> we've seen those a number of times. Mm-hmm. But if there's bad stuff, you got to get it off. Well, so again, if you get it off very quickly and aggressively, you're going to destroy the coating that the you're finish. trying to, you know, that you're trying to, you know, clean. Yep. So we have actually developed a 
process that we call our Mr. Floor uh, deep cleaning process, where we actually use our cleaning products, but we also use high-speed buffers and terry cloth uh, towels to come into your home and sort of do what, what would take you maybe a few weeks or maybe up to a month to do. We can do it in one shot by the use of, of, of specialized equipment, and we can get you well on your way so that we set you up correctly, get that initial real deep cleaning done, then set you up with our cleaning products, and then you sort of take over after that. But that way you can get everything looking nice mm-hmm. you know, before the holidays come. So that's something that's becoming very, very popular for us, and people that have been using the wrong, you know, products, whether it's Murphy's or whatever, and you have a, you know, huge haze on the floor. They have, um, you know, uh, grime, you know, lifeless-looking floor. We can get that vibrancy back by by putting the floor through a deep cleaning process with our cleaning products, and get your floors looking great. All right. Yes, Robbie. How much? How much really depends <laughs> on how big. <laughs> How many square feet are you? Right. right. So how how big is the is the you know the surface that we're cleaning? So, but I, I will tell you a typical average deep cleaning mm-hmm. sort of process, anywhere between five and seven hundred dollars. Okay. So it's it's reasonable, and we'll leave you with uh, a gallon or two of our cleaning products to get you going. I mean that that's a, a fifty dollar value right there, and you're you're good to go. Will it get shiny again? It can get shiny because polyurethane, if it's, you know, the polyurethane really is what controls the sheen. And what happens when you have dirt and grime and buildup on your floor is it actually dulls the finish. It creates a very lifeless look. Once we remove that haze, we can allow the polyurethane that's hiding underneath to actually shine through again. So in many ways, we can get your floors looking more vibrant, increase the sheen a little bit, not because we're applying something shiny to your floor, but simply because we're removing what is causing it to be lifeless. Excellent. So. Yeah, so so what we wanted to actually talk about today are the different things that we can provide for you. One is obviously sanding your floor. Sure. One is what that's Igor a, that's was, an aggressive. Daniel, option, show me right? send the floor. Send the floor. <laughs> right. That's aggressive. That, that's that's probably the most aggressive okay, that good. we have. Yes. All right, just make so, it clear. You're right, right. Well, that. rip out the floor. That's <laughs> that's that's the most aggressive. We, okay. we try to avoid that as much as possible. All right, ten seconds. Run ten up. seconds. Uh, deep cleaning, and then also what a process called screening and recoding. We can talk about that on the other side. Good. All right, we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll have more with Mr. Floor. That sounds pretty good. More with Mr. Floor hey, next. Hey. We like that. There you go. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Gotta build fast. Cement drawing! Alright, let's see. Oh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le Grill! What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, if somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net. You click on the Contact Us page. Enter your first, last name, your email address. Scroll on down to the bottom and click on Boom Done. And you can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. 
And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There you go. And, uh, you know, I just played the ID there. What's your guys' phone number and, and uh, showroom address? Yeah, we're at 847-674-7500 or MrFloor.com. Or come visit us in Skokie at 3828 West Oakton Street. And uh, we'd love to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> Robbie's funny. I like Robbie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I You know Anna Balaval from uh, Channel 9? Yeah. that's her, She's our Anna. That's, oh, okay. That's, I've decided that. Okay. Yeah. What? It's a, it's a compliment, Robbie. Mm. It is. It is. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you can stop in the showroom, uh, look at tile. Yeah, uh, we've got a beautiful showroom. Tile, uh, hardwood, laminates, vinyls, the, the vinyl we're standing on, which still looks phenomenal here I in know, the studio. I know, I mean, I was just mentioning again to Aaron as we're walking in. I said, this stuff looks and great. And you know the last time it was cleaned? <laughs> when you installed and we did it? Probably. When it went to the box. <laughs> no, we that's, cleaned it after yeah, we, we wiped it. it down, right? <laughs> that's hysterical, Rich. That is so funny. It's, it's, it's not true. like you don't have the proper cleaning products sitting, like, right here. Yeah, no. the, the problem is someone yes, to but use they're them. not close enough to the floor. No. Okay. So what? What does a water heater have to do with the floor? Okay, so back up, back up the truck I there, can't Robbie. Do it. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Yes, read the go. read the note we I had. Can't. Yes, you can. Um, to all homeowners, Mr. Floor knows this likely, and that is why they are better qualified if the floor is being refinished or otherwise work involving chemicals is done. The flammable vapor sensor switch is poisoned on almost all plug-in power vent water heaters. If the switch is not isolated from the contaminated air, it reacts as if flammable vapors. Are present and locks out the water heater many times. A new switch plus lockout codes are required to bring the water heater equipment back to working status. It cannot be bypassed. Always be aware so of the quality of the people the you hire to be in your home and around the many types of equipment you floor. Mr. Floor's intelligence. Thank you. And then he also <laughs> says, "Thank you. I'm grateful to kind people. You are a great company. You care about people." Okay. So what was, you, that, what was that? What was that, Rich? So can you just unplug the water heater and reset it? No, that's what Bob's saying. You cannot. You have to get the lockout codes from the manufacturer and, and punch it all back. So in. Let, let's back up even more. Okay. Okay, so no, no. before he starts with vapors, you unplug it and oh, the yes. vapor sensor dies. Yes. Or is off. The yes. water heater has a vapor sensor. Correct. So yes. the water so, some heater some do. Some do. The not water all. heater which is gas, you know, there's a gas line typically, mm -hmm. right? The, 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 that's that's uh, plumbed to the water heater. Um, has a a vapor sensor on it. Okay, the water heater itself has a vapor sensor, right? The concern there is that when we're working with or, you know, whoever, it could be painting, could be flooring, could be, you know, any, anything that, uh, that emits a, a, a strong odor can sometimes fool the vapor sensor on the uh, water heater into thinking that there's a gas leak. Right. Okay, which is why it's designed, and it's a safety precaution, right? So it's designed to then basically turn itself off, power itself down, and what Bob is referring to are these error codes that need to basically be punched back in by a by an HVAC professional, typically, or a plumber can typically come out and do this. But in some cases, the, the odor is so strong that it actually destroys the, the vapor sensor. In other words, it cannot be brought back. It has to be replaced. So what Rich was just mentioning is, is I think, doable, and that is that you unplug the water heaters prior to starting the work so that it remains in the sort of pre-vapor uh, environment then you evacuate all of that stinky air from the from you know from the fumes and then you plug it back in and you're fine um the comment and if here I'm wrong, is bob is writing furiously typing it, right it, now it so poisons. we're good either way it maybe bob should just call in and it, have a conversation no 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 bob's it not poisons, okay. it poisons even unplugged 
if poison's even unplugged. Ah, okay. So see, see, Bob, Bob you know, he knows. obviously knows his water heater. So what we do is we try to isolate. In other words, if we're working on the second floor of a, of a home and the water heater's down in the basement, typically not an issue. However, you know, that, that vapor can circulate throughout the entire home. So what we typically do is we try to seal off those rooms. We also try to turn off the HVAC system if possible, depending on what time of the year we're, you know, we're doing our, our project. In some cases, we'll actually tape and close the returns mm-hmm. to try to minimize or prevent some of that odor from being sucked into the system, which then again circulates throughout the house, can wind up down in the basement and cause issues. But it, it, it's, an, it's a known issue. There's very little that we can do about it. Um, and in, in many cases, we're, we're talking to our clients and letting them know that this is a known issue. Talk to your plumber or HVAC professional to see what can be done in advance preventatively before we start our project. So I just want to... Take the water heater out of the house. Clear this up. <laughs> Stick With it on the, the wall outside. I get it. The water heater <laughs> yeah. is going to smell the chemicals or whatever you right. are using, and it's going to turn the water heater off. Thinking that there's a gas leak, yes. Thinking that there's a gas leak. Right. Okay. It confuses itself. So it thinks polyurethane smell or polyurethane vapor is somehow a, a, a gas leak, and it's it's designed to shut itself off. Right. And, then and it what takes does a lot it mean by poisoning? He probably because what it he, has to use. Do you remember like the old P, the acid strips where you had like the pH testers and stuff? Like they change color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think about it, it's got a little window in there, and that window reacts with anything that's volatile. So it only needs exposure to it. In other words, it doesn't actually sniff it. It just needs exposure, and it will change the litmus. That was lit, litmus paper. So. It's got to be something like that. Come on, Bob. Fill in the blanks. Oh, here, he, <laughs> he said, I'm furiously typing and you do not want me to call in. That's right. <laughs> See? Yeah, you said he's not allowed to call in, right? No. <laughs> so. No, because Bob knows. I mean, we, we, we can bring him on, but we have to we have to put him in a box and, and Listen, paint him. When we say we he wrote the Bob book too, on water so. heaters, we're not bulling. <laughs> no. It's the truth. He wrote all the manuals for the water heaters. The guy is extremely water heater it. knowledgeable. I believe it. Yep. Maybe there's like a little shower cap or something that can be fitted over the uh, sensor. <laughs> over the sensor, you know, yeah. Well, that'll go right up there. You get that patent right there next to the mega rat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's, um, you know, the, the thing is, I think if you introduce fresh air, and, and, and it's also going to depend on the products you're using. Right. Because you guys are going to be using a lot of waterborne stuff. It's you're not mostly using, waterborne, right? You're not using oil-based products that are going to be toxic like that, right. right? Correct. You know, and it's also interesting, in some cases, um, what also happens is sanding dust sometimes affects um, uh, smoke, smoke detectors. Sure. Right, so the smoke detector thinks that that fine sanding dust is actually smoke, and it'll trigger and go off. And so in, in many cases, we're putting almost like a shower cap over that thing. Yep. And I think now they even sell them. They have like a like a little shower cap fitting thing, mm-hmm. you know, that you could put over that. Yeah, the, like when we buy new uh, new smoke and fire, the combos or whatever, they come with the orange cover. With the orange cover, the, exactly know. right. Yeah. It's for, for that reason, drywall dust, sanding dust from floors, yes, you know, we any don't take of that. those off till mm-hmm. CO. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so maybe I don't know, but there's an idea for you, Bob. If you're listening, you know, yeah, come come up with a little oh, shower. Oh, cap he's listening. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> a little shower cap idea for the uh, sensor. Yeah. There you go. And that, like uh, Rich said, that can go next on the shelf at the 410 mag uh, uh, stores at Menards. Uh, Menards. It'll be right next to the mag. Nice. Red. There you go. So there you go. Just- but it, it is it is something that comes up from time to time. But you're right, fresh air. Or, or air movement, you know, I think it's calculating or, or sensing whatever parts per million of, of uh, 
you know, whatever the, the, the VOC is that's coming out of whatever product you're using. Yep. And if it changes color, like Rich said, or whatever, and it triggers the, you know, the shutdown. Yep. Um, so it is something we're aware of. Uh, we're doing wh- whatever we can to try to keep those fumes at bay. But it all starts with our products, and our products are typically water-based, although the stains, if we're applying a stain to your floor, those are still going to be oil-based products. Okay. And so, so that's still going to have a scent. It's going to have a little bit of an odor, So yeah. one of the other things I want to talk to you guys about, uh, last week we had um, Karen in. She's from uh, Green Home Chicago. Yeah. And uh, she's just a lot of, she does interior design, but using green products. It, what about this floor cleaner we've been talking about earlier? Is is that, it's it's all safe and environmentally friendly, Can right? I drink it? It is. I, I mean, I don't, I've, I mean, you could try to drink it. I don't know what would happen, but <laughs> you'll be clean on the inside for sure. sure. <laughs> you don't know what would happen if I drank well, it. Well, no, I mean, you know, it, it is It is completely non-toxic. It's biodegradable. It doesn't have any scent, scenting to there, it, right? There is something oh, to it. Oh, is it? Yeah, there is some something to it. Um, and, and the reason we do that is because we want to leave the surface not only looking you know, clean and fresh, but also smelling clean and fresh, if you will. You know, some people love the, the scent of pine salt. They don't necessarily like the way it cleans. They like the way it smells, which okay. is kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, because it gives you a sense of, well, I've cleaned and it smells clean, so therefore it is clean. Got you know, it. That sort of thing. Got so, it. So all of our products do, in fact, have their own unique formulation, their own unique color, and their own unique scent. Okay. But so, it's a very mild scent. So then that's where I was going with this. Um, for somebody that has the chemical sensitivities like we were talking with Karen about, mm-hmm. This product's still safe for those people? It is. So we we have had clients over the years mention to us, you know, I wish it were unscented. But it's a very, very small percentage. And even some of our really chemically um, sensitive clients Mm -hmm. have absolutely no issue with any of our products. So, And we sell thousands and thousands of clients. Um, and you know, there's, but there are just certain people that prefer not to have a scent, whether it's laundry detergent or, you know, cleaning products or whatever. Uh, it's a personal preference. Sure. We don't have anybody that's ever really objected to our, uh, you know, to our scents. So now how do we get your products in Karen's store? I think that's probably the next step we need to talk about. Yeah, right? that'd be great. We'd love so. to talk to Karen and, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ro- Robbie's gonna, about to chug it. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you to try it? Nice. You said I could. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the hospital's not too far. So, and and then if somebody does have chem- chemical sensitivities, yeah. how do you guys sand their floors or take care of it? You know, uh, so how do you handle those situations? We literally just this past week had a client um, who uh, not only is chemically sensitive, but is also having some health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually a young child in the home that is having these issues, and you know, obviously all of our water-based technology is as low on the VOC scale as we can get it. But still, you've got sanding dust, you've got you know all of those things. So we coordinated well in advance, and the family took the child uh, out, and they basically went on vacation. And what we basically did is we used all of our um, uh, green products, sanded the floors, did all of the repairs, you know, finished everything up, had a cleaning crew come in, wipe everything down completely because they, they couldn't, you know, we couldn't have any sand, residual sanding dust. Mm-hmm. And uh, the furniture went in two days ago, and uh, they're coming back today, as a matter of fact. So you're going to find out how good we'll you did. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Floor, I appreciate you guys stopping by as always. Thank you. Yeah, Thank thanks you for having us. All right, MrFloor.com for more. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Gotta build fast. Cement drawing! Alright, let's see. Uh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. 
Legrill! What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and uh, we're also on uh, Periscope Live, which is Twitter. And uh, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99closing.com, and Mag Erad. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Miss, uh, Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Nice. Always great to have those guys in here and catch up with them. And uh, I don't know if we've ever really even gotten into that uh, chemical sensitivity topic with them before, but that's good to know that they they actually uh, work with that stuff and, and help people through those situations. So that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, should we go to the phones there, Andrew? Is that what you want to do? Who do, who do we have on there? Uh, we got uh, Jeff from Nachi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Have you, have good you, morning. Have, good morning. You, have you tested any GFIs today? <clears throat> no, GFCIs. <laughs> <laughs> Actually saw saw a killer new Klein tool. We had Klein tool at the meeting, and they got a nice new tester hut that's really pretty pretty good. Whoa. Okay, what is it? So anyway, um, it's I, I have to look up the model number, but it, it does AFCIs, GFCIs, does all the reverse polarity and all that good stuff. And oh, yeah? Else. Oh, oh sweet! Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the one we got on the month for the month. No. Uh, no. no, it's not that one. No, no, it's not. That one will test. I'll, I'll shoot GFIs. you a picture of it. It won't do the. I don't know if it'll do arc falls, but that has the removable portion that also tests your GFIs. And right. Reports. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we'll do the yeah. GFCI testing. Now this is brand new. So oh, this is oh just, so, just now. So what you're doing is you're putting out the, the uh, giving us the info so that we can make it next month's tool of the month for Klein Tools. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That that's what we'll so, do. Um, um, so the uh, the flammable vapor ignition resistant sensor uh-huh. protects all flammable vapors, not just gas. Oh, okay. Make sure he was he was saying natural yeah, that's gas. What we said. That's was, yeah, we said vapors. It. Yes. Yeah, I know, but but Mr. Floors, one of them, was kept saying it, if it detects a gas leak, and that's not actually what it's for. Right. It will detect the gas, but but it'll detect any. Anybody that stores a gas can next to their water heater, you know. Right. It's a flammable liquid. Well, actually, if you store a gas can next to your water heater, you're pretty much on uh, the list there with... Uh, <laughs> Darwin? Darwin, yeah. Well, okay. Bye-bye. Right. No, no, I'm not going to shed a tear for that stupidity. I, so you you got saying. a minute? I got to tell you this quick story. Go ahead. You got, you got a minute? I got yes, a story. we do. Yeah. Did a, I, I did a house, oh, I don't know, a couple months back. Guy calls me up. He says, "I got mold growing all over my basement. I don't know what you what you didn't do, whatever." I said, "Well, I'm coming look." So I go out to the house after the you know it's been a few months. First thing I noticed when I open the door is the door got sucked in my hand. So there's a huge negative pressure in this house. I go, "Okay, I'll park that in my brain." Uh huh. So I go downstairs in the basement, and sure, there's mold growing everywhere. So I got my thermal camera, and I'm running around, and I notice that all the mold is following the air conditioning duct. So I go into the un- unfinished area of the basement where the heater and the water heater and all that is. And the ducks are sweating like hell. Oh. I go, what's, what's going on in this house? So I go upstairs. They have the whole house fan running. Ah, With nice. the air conditioner on. Oh, there you go. And I, 
And I looked at his wife. I said, why are you guys running the whole house van with your air conditioner? She said, I, I don't know. My, my husband said to turn it on. So I turned it off. I said, you've got to turn this off. It's going to take a month to dry this house off. She goes, well, what does it do? I said, you've been sucking all of this humid air in through your siding, through your windows, yep. through any crack and opening in this house. Yep. I said, you've made your air, con- air conditioner work 10 times harder or more than it should have. I said, and that's why all your duct sweaty yep yeah you're just putting all the humidity into the house and it just it's never having a chance to dry the house out mm-hmm. yeah but we so, don't know these so. things you know we don't that's Jeff, why you have Jeff, to listen to shows yeah that that's why you should be listening to us and and then have jeff okay. call in so do not run your whole house fan with your air conditioner on people yes there, we there should never go. run your whole house fan, regardless so, of the air conditioners on. If the outdoor humidity is above sixty percent, don't turn it on. It's a waste. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because the only the only time the only time you run your whole house fan is when it's a nice seventy degree night and no humidity, and you can open up mm-hmm. your windows and you don't have allergies. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or if it's in the fifties and sixties at night and your house is still you know upper seventies because it's been the sun's been out all day and you want to cool it down. It's a it's a great way to you know cool uh, bring the temperature down in the house and to open that up. So yep, um, yeah. So you just got to. Hey, careful. hey, Robbie. Yes. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're Annabelle of all, you better ask for a raise. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She's our Anna. That's right. Come mm-hmm. on, you you know her, mm-hmm. don't you? Mm-hmm. Jeff? I do. Yeah. See. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. She's cool. Watch her on GN every morning. Yeah. Channel nine. That's right. We were ta- I was talking to somebody about like some Danish the other day about how it's like flaky on the outside and soft on the inside. And uh-huh. I said, that's like me. And they're like, no, 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 you're soft on the outside and just goofy on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're soft on the outside, flaky on the inside. Yeah. See there, that's mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. I appreciate the phone call, it's Jeff. It's just part of the act. I'm not really like this. I'm really a well put together person. Way worse off the air. Yeah. Bye. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. (laughs) There you go. All right. Hmm. Huh. So is is Bob calmed down now? Um, I think his fingers broke. Oh, he (laughs) he broke his fingers. That's good. Right. (laughs) So I I have a question for the uh, the person that does the clutter clarity segment on the show. You know, how to clean things, you know, how to organize your world, organize your life. I, I got a question for that person. Uh-oh. Why does that person, when they feel stressed, why do they go shopping? Why do they go get more junk? Can you help me on that? Somebody posted on the Facebook page. It was something I, I'm sto- that- A really stressful day, I'm going shopping. Goodwill is different than shopping. Uh... Are you still putting junk in your car and bringing it home? Okay, first of all, it's not junk. In your trunk, junk in your trunk? <laughs> that I do a lot when I eat the flaky on the outside, soft on the inside stuff. It's, so, do you ever go to a hardware store without buying anything? Or No, no because I go there because I need something. I go there, they didn't have what I needed, so I left. Uh, that That happens too sometimes. Right, but isn't it kind of... 
Like your church? (laughs) No. No, okay. It's just sometimes just relaxing. You know, it's just taking your mind off of things and just walking up and down the aisles and seeing all the goofy stuff that's, you know, people are... Been turned in? Been turned in, yeah. You just never know. So I posted that, you know, I went there and I found this huge, like, not as big as that red square thing, but a big framed piece of art. Okay. Like a print or whatever. And it was $10, and it really caught my eye. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. And I looked on the back, and there was a price tag with $140 on there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you know what? Even if I don't like it, I'll sell it. And then somebody put, yeah, that's what we all say. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what all hoarders say. Sure, sure. I'm just going to, you know, take that. But Right, because I can sell this for more later. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. no. Yes. No, I'm just, I was just basically saying, you know, it was 10 bucks. So for 10 bucks, I got a therapy session. Is that what it was? That's what it was. I left calm and relaxed. Yeah. You know, I walked around there for an hour, looked at a bunch of stuff. I spent $10. That's pretty good therapy, I would think. Mm. I was just overwhelmed. Yeah? You never get overwhelmed? No. Mm -hmm. Not really. You set your task, you put your pieces together, and you go. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so you're at work, uh-huh. and you always say you have fires. You have to put out fires. Yeah, Today is a day of just putting out fires. Yeah. Fire, fire, yeah. fire, fire, yeah. fire. Wednesdays. <laughs> that's every day. And people <laughs> don't call you from a million places, a million, pull yeah. you in a million different... Yeah. That doesn't overwhelm you. It has to. I'm not it's, saying it's the worst thing in the world. That's the term that I would use. You're being pulled in a million different directions. That's, that's every day. Mm-hmm. But what do you call that feeling? Work. Work. <laughs> you don't ever feel overwhelmed? No, as the calls come in and the stuff goes on, you just, me, I keep paper there and I just keep writing down what's going on. Uh huh. And then you have to prioritize. So maybe the fifth caller is actually more important than the second caller. So you try to drop the second one. Yep. But you just work through each of those things. You don't, you know, each task get done. And then, and then at the end of the day, you go, got through that one. And then? Well, I guess it's, I don't know if it's different, but you can say to a client, you know what, I, I don't have time, you're my next priority, whatever. But when you have family or whatever calling you, you know, five uh-huh. different things, you know, this is broke, do this, or not do this, but mm-hmm. come on, you guys have been overwhelmed. You're making it sound like this is something that no one's ever heard of, just crazy Robin. No, everybody is different. There's sure. people that cannot multitask whatsoever. I know people, that if you give them three things to do, they might as well shut down. Yep. They are overwhelmed mm-hmm. and uh-huh. freaked out. Right. And then there's people that can take on a number of things, prioritize them and get through that. They don't panic. You just mm-hmm. go. And Andrew's even agreeing with you, Rich. <laughs> he, that, see? But see, he's a multitasker back there. He's exactly. He's got five. He And if you only gave him one thing to do, he'd be bored. Well, that's right. That's, what I go crazy. Yeah. See. Crazy. And and I think that's that's probably where Rich is at, and that's where I'm at. I if I don't have 15 balls in the air with one ready to hit the ground, I'm not comfortable. Mm-hmm. I need right. to I need to be grabbing that next ball and tossing it high in the air as I can. When I am bored is when I become crabby yeah. and whatever. <laughs> it's just no. Let's keep moving forward here. Yep. <laughs> see. All right. There you go. Everybody's wired different, right, Andrew? Yep. Absolutely. All right, we'll be back with the Clutter Clarity next. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why? Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? 
It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. What'd you say there, Robbie? Homer's overwhelmed. (laughs) Oh, right there? And, you know, he's taking it out on, he's pounding on stuff to get rid of it. Okay, got it. Podcasts or preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. You can also sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month. And uh, mm-hmm. that is the ET310 Digital Circuit Breaker Finder with GFI Outlet Tester. So if you need, you know, ever wondered what breaker that outlet was on, you plug this device in, and then you turn it on, you go downstairs, and you can find out what breaker it is. And That's then, every circuit in my house. <laughs> but then, and if you're smart, you'll write it down so that that way, over time, you'll have a complete map of your house then. But you can use this. Uh, digital circuit breaker finder to find out all that information. And all you got to do is call 877-711-5611. Tell Trixie you want to get your name in the hat or in the Mr. Bag, in the, in, in the Mr. Floor tote bag, and uh, she'll put your name in there, and we'll have that drawing at the end of the month. So uh, give her a call, 877-711-5611. And did we talk about the newsletter yet, Rich? A um, couple of times. Okay. And but if somebody wanted to sign to, up for it, go to mightyhouse.net, click on the contact us page, first name, last name, email address, scroll on down and click on boom, done. Just like that. Yep. We're taken care of. All right. And whoa, what is that? That's there. That's the one we're looking for. Okay. Are we ready for clutter clarity? Now? We are. But Andrew, if I sing, does yes. it go along with the music or it does not? It does. Uh, n- well, it I'm does. not singing. It's going to have to. No, it does. But, it does go with the music. Oh, but it's not gonna. Because when I tried to take it off of YouTube last yeah. week, yeah. or take off the output of science, which it's still bled over. So, But Robbie's voice was significantly <laughs> louder than the music, because it's just in the background. Surprise, surprise. But today I'll mix it so that they're equal. So they're... <laughs> so what's the problem? The problem is is that we're worried about copyright infringement. Right. So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, which we need to mail in all this stuff for that. So, uh, Do you know who the... Uh, Clutter Clarity is powered by Robbie? Mr. Floor. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I know because it says on your shirt. Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Clutter you... Clarity powered by Mr. Floor. There you go. You have a disarrangement disorder, can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, an eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purgeification. Here's Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. Say you took me off and it's just me and I don't like you anymore. <laughs> you can save me now from this misery now he's just playing games with uh-huh. me <laughs> I've been lost in my own place and I'm getting <laughs> weary how far is heaven and I know that I need 
need to change my ways of living. How far is heaven? Lord, can you tell me? What's so funny? <laughs> Nothing, honey. There you go. Uh, what I can tell you is Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. I came across a website called the Life on Purpose Movement. Uh-huh. Life on Purpose Movement. Okay. Very interesting. Lots of good, um, like, you know, little sayings and expressions to perk you up. Um, so nine hard truths about clutter you need to hear. So don't go shopping at Goodwill. Number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just skip right now to number four. <laughs> okay. There is a dark side to donating. Uh huh. Um, by one estimate, used clothing is now the United States' number one export by volume, with the overwhelming majority sent to ports in sub-Saharan Africa. African textile industries are closing their factories and laying people off because they cannot make clothes as cheaply as those American items found in the bend-over market. Is, um, that quote was taken from an ABC News report, the truth about where your donated clothes end up. I had researched this before, and a lot of people say, okay, you know, I just have rags or whatever. I'm like, if you still send it to like the Salvation Army, Goodwill-type places, mm-hmm. they'll take what they can. The rest will be sent to companies used for textiles for like padding and carpeting. And then a lot of excess is sent to um, small communities in Africa, and they buy clothes for really inexpensive. But I didn't realize that... You're putting people out of work by doing You are that. putting people out of work. So donate. You know, we're not saying don't date, don't donate they're just saying think about what you buy because what is the life going to be afterwards okay okay another thing that they talk about number five everything you own is something you have to take care of makes sense a friend told her that she started on her path to minimalism she read a single paragraph in an article uh zero waste home where the author said that every decorative items item sitting on a table is nothing more than something you have to dust Mm mm-hmm she realized in that moment that everything you own is something you have to take care of. So she immediately cleared off most of the surfaces in her home and instantly felt like she could breathe. Our time is so precious. Who wants to spend it cycling mountains of laundry from washer to dryer, replacing dead batteries or buying replacement parts and shuttling items from room to room? The things you own in life end up owning you. Okay. So that's something to think about. And it's true. Mm-hmm. You can't keep up just dusting things over and over. A clear surface is going to be much better let you breathe. Clutter has been linked to depression. And they go back and forth on are you depressed because you're cluttered or is your clutter causing depression? There is the definite link to it. UCL, UCLA research did a nine-year rigorous study of how 32 families interact with their belongings, and they found a correlation between high cortisol levels, which is stress in women, and high density of household objects. So whether depression is causing clutter or clutter is causing depression, not a good thing. Okay. Most of us who are weighed down by mental clutter, the to-do list and calendar events cataloged in our brains find a shocking amount of relief when we cut back on physical clutter. So if you have mental clutter, like you're overwhelmed, uh-huh. you cut down on the clutter around your house, your mind will feel better. 
the okay. longer you keep something, the more attached you become. That makes sense. It really yeah. does. Like Well, you kept it that long because you cared about it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Thinking about particular clients who save everything that their child ever did in school. It's so hard to get rid of it because they've saved it for 20 years. Well, now I'm going to save it for another 20 years so that my grandchildren can see the first drawing that my child ever, ever did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Children do not want, I don't think, ripped up old, outdated books that their grandmother read when they were five years old. Uh-huh. You know, that's really? all. First edition, Dr. Seuss books that we grew up with, those are keepsakes. Okay, yes. But I think you know what I mean. The like chewed up, you know, dog-eared, smelly oh. things just because you had. So you're saving it. You don't want to get rid of it because you've saved it for 20 near, years. Now you're going to save it for another 20 years. This I knew I should have started backwards. House. <laughs> because the most important things are at the bottom. Sure.